0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Baldwin's Unlocking Potential podcast series. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Water, water everywhere and all the margins did shrink. Water, water everywhere and the pump stations on the blink. A new take on an old poem from Samuel Taylor Coleridge to set the scene as we jump into this webcast with bold printing, which made a bold move in reducing waste before it was so critical to do so. Now, with the costs of paper, inks, silicone, and chemicals, all victims of inflation, printers everywhere have no choice but to focus on reducing waste, not just to protect their profit margins, but also, wherever possible, the environment. Labor, as we discussed in a previous podcast, is also in short supply, compounding today's challenges and taking the urgency uh, to the next level to take action. So what is the answer? Well, there's no silver, silver bullet here, and automation alone goes only one step of the way but early adopters of breakthrough technologies are staying ahead. And one such printer who has embraced this philosophy is Mikhail Olsen of Bold Printing, A.B. Malmo. He joins me here today with Baldwin Technologies' Martin Meyer. Gentlemen, guys, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. Thank you. Absolutely. Bold Printing took a bold step with its recent conversion to Baldwin's pre prepack zero automated cleaning technology. On its presses, and Mikhail is here to share what that move has done for his business. Shorter washing programs, reduced quantity of washing used, reduced paper waste, reduced maintenance of the washing machines, no pump stations, and less manual rework. All of those things we'll be discussing here on the show. So Mikhail, what are we talking about here? Please start by telling us a little bit about Bold Printing, uh, a bit about your history, and what the company specializes in today.
1: Well, uh, Bold Printing is a group of uh, five printing plants today. Uh, it's uh, part of the Bernier Group, which is the biggest media group in uh, Sweden. Uh Bold Printing Group was established in 1998, and uh, in that time there were three printing plants. One in Stockholm, one in Borås outside Gothenburg, and uh, the plant where I work in uh, Malmö in south of Sweden. In uh, 2019, they made some structural changes. Uh so from then we are five uh printing plants. Uh and the the most north of them is in Javle, which is in the middle of Sweden, and then we have the whole way down to Malmö where I work. Uh, in Malmo we have two uh different plants, printing plants. Uh, uh and uh we print if we look at the whole group we can print magazines, print commercials and uh But the biggest part is newspapers. And uh, in Malmö, where I work, we only print uh, newspapers. Uh, We only Hmm. have cold set printing. So we print uh, most of the big uh, morning papers here down in South and some commercials and some free papers.
0: So Mikael, I, I listed some of the challenges and some of the different issues that, that, that printers are facing these days. But, uh, but what are some of the biggest challenges bold printing is facing during these, these really tumultuous yeah. times?
1: Yeah, you were touching it in your intro. I think uh, the prices of uh, the biggest part is paper and energy. Uh, the paper has gone up like 50% the last year in price. The energy is uh, going to be all time high this winter. And uh, down here in South, we have, we have four different price zones in Sweden with energy. And we are in the most expensive zone here, down in Sweden, uh, the zone four. So that's a really big issue for us, of course. And uh, the problem I think is that we cannot, uh, we cannot hire the price of our customers And even if we did, most of our customers are uh, are, are our own. So it doesn't matter. It's the same wallet anyway. And uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, all the parts, also the printing plates have gone up like nearly 100% the last year. And we don't see that it's going to stop here. So it's going to be even more expensive if we look at next year. And uh, then we have the, the amount of circulations, of course, that is going down every year and has been so. For the last twenty years, uh, the younger people are—they are they're not reading the paper anymore. They are reading it from the tablets and their cell phones, and uh, they don't have any papers uh, anymore. So that's our, uh, yeah, that's our big challenges.
2: Hmm.
0: Absolutely, you know, we we we've discussed on on previous podcast episodes, you know, why energy costs are going up and things like that, which is a a good opportunity to remind everyone to go check out previous episodes uh of the unlocking uh, potential podcast mm. series um where we've discussed some of these things and, and some of the uh the other factors that are leading to these price increases but uh, but Mikael so what led you to Baldwin and Prepack 0 and and when did you make the switch to Prepack 0 uh,
1: it was uh Ulf and uh, Hans who's working on Baldwin in Malmö that they introduced me to the Prepack 0 and uh, I looked back and it was almost exactly a year ago we started uh, testing so they presented all the benefits that they thought it could be for us to to change to the prepack zero and um, we're really used in malmo that they test their products in our plant so it was no big deal that they're going to test but uh, they were really positive to those uh, uh, clots without the water and uh, so we started with one printing tower in September last year, and then we uh, we uh, used uh, machines for a month, and then we took another tower. So we used two towers with a new cloth, and then we successively... Uh, did it tower to tower, so now we have we have six printing towers in my plant, and we have those uh, prepack zero in five of them right now, and the last one is just to get rid of the old one, so we're using it up, and uh, I think in three or four weeks, we're going to change the tower also, and then we're going to have prepack zero in the whole press.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. What, what benefits have you seen uh, over this past year? Um, since adopting prepack zero.
1: Yeah, you were also into that in the in the beginning here. Uh, uh, we have seen that we can have shorter programs, wa- shorter washing programs, because the cloth is more effective. It cleans better. So, and mm-hmm. shorter programs uh, makes the waste of cloths, washing cloths less. So it's a big saving here. And then we sometimes, not not all day, but from time to time, we make something we call a rundown wash, and that's uh, when the press goes down to low speed, and then it runs, and we make a short wash. And also that program we have shortened, so we save both clots and also uh, paper waste. Uh, and then we have seen uh, because we don't have any water, we don't add any water anymore, so all the the leaks in the system. We don't have to take care of. We don't have to uh, make sure that everything is okay. Uh, in, in the washing machine, there are small, small holes where the water comes out. And from time to time, we have to take out the washing machine and clean because they get a lot of dirt and the washing machine doesn't work as it should. So we don't have to do that anymore. And uh, the last one is that uh, we have a pump station that pumps up water with water boost and uh, we already have the pump station so for us it's no cost we have it anyway but for new customers they don't have to have that station at all and it's both a cost for the station and also maintenance of the pumps and everything so I think that's the big uh, advantages that we have seen but I must say that uh, also the result is better it gets cleaner so maybe that's the biggest Mm. thing for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Having the, the 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 positive outcome, I think, is uh, is absolutely a, a huge mm. benefit. Are, are there any other technologies that that Bold Printing has adopted recently to boost productivity or to to save resources, anything like that?
1: Uh, we have made we had a project where we looked into we were into uh, the energy prices. So that's the big issue right mm. now for us. I think that's where we can save most money. Uh, and uh, we looked into our uh, pressured air in the building. And we saw that uh, when we have no production and no, no people in the building at all during, we have uh, many hours in the in the weekends and also many hours from the night till the morning where nobody's working in our building. And still we had a lot of uh, uh, pressured air that was uh, made. So, uh, and that also costs a lot of energy. So we looked into it, and we found a lot of leaks we, uh, in the system. We closed down some old machines that we don't uh, use anymore. We uh, changed one of our air compressors to a new, more efficient one. Uh, so what we have uh, calculated with uh, with all those things, that wasn't really big. I think we worked with this for a month or two, something like that. And we're going to save uh, around a million Swedish crowns a year or $100,000 wow. around a year. Only in that thing we did. Uh, and now wow. we have just started up a new project where we're looking to other things we can save uh, in energy. Uh, it's the same. Uh, we look at it as the same way. We have a lot of hours where nobody's working in the building. Do we have to have high temperature? Do we have to have the ventilation? The humidity must. It, does it have to be perfect all those hours? Uh, so, but this is just in the startup. So I don't know really yet. Where, but there is a lot of money in, in energy right now. So that's what we are pinpointing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's 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 absolutely right. Especially on the uh, the doorstep of a winter that looks mm. like it's going to be expensive yeah. when it comes to to energy prices. Um, I, I think that's a that's a really good point and, and uh, an important thing to mention. Um, so, Martin, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and your role at at Baldwin.
2: Yes, I work at Baldwin since two thousand five, and I work at the R and D department for consumables. So, my responsibility is to um, develop new products. For example, like the prepack zero, which sometimes takes several years to develop a, a new product. And I also um, visit customers, and I'm testing, for example, new products, for example like Prepack or Prepack Zero. And I also do conversions, for example, if a customer is interested in our product, I go to the customer, I install the Prepack, make some modifications on the wash program, and the hardware and software. But at the customer at the end has, for example, less wash time. That means less downtime. And mm-hmm. also for for example, uh, less waste at the end. So most of the time I'm traveling. So 50% traveling 50% office. And so, so I, I, my, my, I start from the beginning, for example, when we have the product idea and then I, I support the product till it's released after several years. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Fantastic. So tell us, we we want to get a little bit more background on on Prepack. So uh, tell us how long Prepack has been on the market. How long has this been around?
2: The Prepack itself is on the market since 1995, so 27 years now. And the Prepack Zero itself is a new version of the Prepack, which has a water substitute inside, so we don't have to uh, spray any water anymore. And it's released since uh, June 2021, so over one year now. And we have introduced it at several customers, SheetFed customers and also newspaper customers.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. So give us a, a deeper understanding. Tell us a little bit more about what inspired the development of Prepack and Prepack Zero and, and a little bit more about how it works. Uh, get Get into some of those details for us.
2: Yes, the idea was um, the prepack or standard prepack, which is on the market since 27 years, has a benefit because the solvent is already inside gloss, so we don't have to spray any solvent. But for many applications, we had to add, still to add some water because of the paper dust, for example, on the blanket, which can only be removed by adding water. And the customers, they have to do a lot of maintenance, for example, like Michael said, on the pump station, on the pipe system, for example. And our idea was to develop a product, which all, which, we don't need any water anymore. And the challenge is to replace the water in our prepark. That was the biggest challenge. So we found a solution to add a special chemical component. And we also did some modification on the gloss itself. To make it more efficient to clean the paper without any adding water which was a big challenge for us it took several years to develop this product
0: so martin when when you're when you're talking to other printers what are you hearing from them um those that are using prepack especially in the context of the multitude of challenges that they're facing right now um what are you hearing from them especially on how this product has been so helpful for them and, and do you have any Anecdotes or or examples that you can share with us.
2: Most customers saying that they save paper waste, for example, especially in the packaging industry. I had a few customers recently, they had problems with water dripping. So for example, when they do a blanket cleaning, the water trips, for example, to the paper or to the cardboard, and it causes a lot of waste, sometimes several hundred of copies. And with our prepack zero, there is no additional water and so um, uh, less paper waste at the end. And also another thing they are saying is with our prepack, they have all the time a very efficient cleaning result on the blanket. There is no need to um, make any manual cleaning, which also saves a lot of downtime so they have more production hours at the end. And another thing is also with our prepack, they can also save wash time. Which also so faster cleaning and also less gloss consumption at the end. So they have to, doesn't have to change the gloss so often. So, which also means less downtime at the end.
0: So Mikael, tell me about the the relationship that you have with Baldwin and, and maybe specifically with Martin. Do you guys, um, how have you felt that, that Baldwin has come in and helped you um, kind of meet the needs that you have during this, this difficult time? Has that been something that has been beneficial, that relationship that you have with Baldwin?
1: Um, not that I can say something about the, the hard times, but we have, uh, we have always had a really, really good cooperation with Baldwin. And we have... Uh, I think uh, we together with Baldwin want to find uh, new more efficient ways to do things. Uh, so uh, we uh, we are open for uh, Baldwin to test anything they want uh, as long as it is it, it doesn't uh, affect us too much. I think so, sometimes you cannot <laughs> uh, uh, f- you cannot see it before if something happens but uh, yeah. they are really really careful when they test things. We start in a, in a small way and then we make it bigger and bigger when we see it work so we have never had any problems during those tests and uh, like i say we have to we have to develop the business together i think we i think baldwin and we together have hard times of course so we have to make th- we have to do things uh, more efficient and better and and uh i think that's the same goal for both of us so so i'm looking forward to more cooperation and more uh more working together I mean, uh, we, we have two guys, uh, that are working a lot, uh, in, in our plants, uh, Hans and Ulf, and, uh, I think they, they are, um, they are every day, uh, work for us to work with them. It's nothing They're They're coming and they're going as they want to, because, uh, they're doing it really well, doesn't disturb us at all. And so it's a, it's a good cooperation i think it's the the way it should work with with all uh, all business uh context that you have in a perfect world
0: yeah that's that's right and martin you know hearing someone like mikael say those things just about the the cooperation and the the working together that it kind of sounds like bold printing is an ideal client for Baldwin because you can try things, you can work together and you have this this fantastic cooperation
2: yeah it's really important to have customers like bold printing. I also have a customer in Germany where I can also test on the sheet fed side also, and of course it's really important that we don't disturb the printing process and but it's important to test our products on on the field. It's not possible to test the product in the lab only. We also do lab test, but at the end it's important to simulate. Uh, we have to we we need a real production to test our product to see how they perform. And as I said before, it takes sometimes really several years to develop a new product because of all these different parameters, which are on the press, all the different inks, different blankets. We're really happy to have customers like like bold printing, of course. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. So, Mikael, after people watch this episode, what do you hope that they understand about bold printing and also prepack zero? What What do you want people to have as as their main uh, the their main lesson from this uh, this podcast episode?
1: I think it's uh, good for everyone to lower the waste of everything. So this is a way to lower Mm -hmm. lower the waste uh, of both. the the washing cloth and also the paper waste and also uh, it's it's a it's a good way to save maintenance and uh, as the business gets tougher you have less personnel that can maintain the machines so I think it's really mm-hmm. really really important parts to look look into uh, and uh, I can say that it it has been good for us it has is working really really good
0: Absolutely. And Martin, same, same question. What do you hope people know and understand about about Baldwin and about prepack zero after they, they uh, consume this episode?
2: I hope they understand that our product that we are spending a lot of time to develop in comparison to our competitors, for example, that we spend a lot of time to improve our products and that they can save um, a lot of paper waste and also, which is really important at the moment. With our prepack zero, for example, no tripping, less maintenance, so they have more production time.
0: Yeah, absolutely, fantastic stuff, Mikael Olsen of Bold Printing and Martin Meyer of Baldwin Technology, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Unlocking Potential podcast series and uh, discussing a little bit more about prepack zero, some of the challenges that we're seeing uh, in the printing industry and uh, and how you're solving problems. Uh, to create new solutions. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Baldwin's Unlocking Potential Podcast series. Like I said earlier on in the show, make sure you go back and check out some of the previous episodes of the podcast that we've done. We've recorded a lot of different episodes um, and a lot of them tie back into some of the things we talked about today. So make sure to go back and check out some of those previous episodes of the show. The best way to do that is uh, by going to the Apple Podcast or Spotify page. For the podcast, you can do that by searching uh, Unlocking Potential and Baldwin there on uh, Google, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts these days. And of course, visiting the Baldwin website as well to stay up to date with the latest news and information from Baldwin Technology. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this episode, from my fantastic guest, I've been your host, Tyler Curran. Thanks for joining us.